Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday evening. God bless you. It's Deborah Somjak here. I said my last name. And PGN, so God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us and joining us this evening. This is the best part of my day today, so... Um, Praise God. Well, we'll see what happens here. Uh, other, my other uh, things in my day today just got flip-flopped and changed around. So maybe the Lord's going to change something here. I don't know. Maybe he'll remain the same. We'll see. I'm sure he will. So, um, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll see what happens and what comes forth. So praise God. We just, um, let me just pray. So Father, we thank you. We dedicate this evening unto you and to your name and to your spirit, Father. Let, let the strength of your spirit and the joy, God, come forth this evening, Father. I thank you for strengthening your people, God. I thank you for like just even seeing, seeing a pipeline and the water flowing, but a strengthening happening as the water is flowing, it's strengthening. Um, so we thank you for that. We thank you for your flow, Father God. May we step into it. We thank you, Father God, for equipping us and empowering us with your spirit. God, we want to honor your voice and honor your spirit that you might be glorified. So we thank you, Father God, that you are glorified when we bear much fruit, when we let our light shine, you're glorified. So teach us, Father God, how to um, glorify you more, Father, and participate with that, God, and eradicate any type of fear that we might have in stepping in faith to glorify our Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name, amen. Wow, okay. Well, praise God. So last week, just to recap real quick, um, last week, because this kind of all goes together, this, this, this kind of goes together, but last week we talked about the Holy Spirit. And then the week before, we talked about dreams. And these are... And we talked about dreams and end time, or I'm sorry, we talked about dreams and brain function. So, um, yeah, that was the middle of July. Okay. So then, um, there was a word, I think, that came through. I seen this paper the other day, but I don't know what happened to it today. So I guess I'm not supposed to recap on it, but it was a word that came through um, when I was actually listening. I think I was listening to blog talk on a Thursday night communion night and the Lord spoke a word to me and said, ethically. So I just want to say that. And I talked about that a few weeks ago. If I find that again, I might bring that up. Um, But I did see that this week is what makes me think of that when I'm going back um, doing this and so I, I'll have to maybe talk about that a little bit again next week so just noting the last few weeks so um, and then last week after I talked about the Holy Spirit um, and I was you know put my head down on my pillow and the Lord was showing me you know I was talking about how protective God is over his spirit and I talked about the verses and stuff and um, you know it had been prophesied that Jesus 
okay, that Jesus, I might have talked about this, but that Jesus would be, um, that they would persecute him, you know, that he, he would be, that they would hate him, right? And it was prophesied um, that he was a man of many sorrows, right? And um, people wouldn't recognize him or accept him, um, and he would be rejected and persecuted, and all those things happened, and those, those came true, those held true. Um, but his Holy Spirit, I think I was talking about that when they were, when uh, in Matthew 12, 31, it was saying how we don't blaspheme the Holy Spirit and the, and the Holy and us carrying the temple and then a reference from the Old Testament to the New Testament and the um, element of the Holy Spirit um, being within us is his resurrection power. It's the demonstration that he, he is God, that he completed, that Jesus came and completed what he was prophesied and what he said he was going to do. And he is the man who he says he is, right? God, God Almighty. And his Holy Spirit is representation to the completion of what Jesus did. And so um, he was just showing me that it is an, a reason why it is so precious. And you are holding that deposit of the Holy Spirit within you. And so recognize that. He doesn't want to share that, even in the Old Testament. He didn't share it with, you know, he's still going to come back and drive out any sorcery in Israel, you know, any idolatry. He doesn't share his spirit um, with another. He wants the purity and the holiness of it. And that's the call on your life. Um, and, and what he, he has you to do through his spirit, right? And so, um, and that's another thing is that it completely um, glorifies the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit does. And um, again, it, it not only demonstrates his power, but it shows that, he, again, that he is God and he completed um, you know, the suffer, his suffering is glorified in the completion of that. And no one can, there's nobody that can hold that compare. There's nothing comparable to the Holy Spirit. So hopefully um, that is being imparted and embedded into you and that reality as well, because he spoke that. I mean, he just shared that to me um, after I had talked about him that night. So that was last week's. Um, about the Holy Spirit, so praise God on that. So let me tell you what happened last week as well, because I had a dream, and then there was this um, functioning of the Holy Spirit, and the Lord was showing me some things about the prophetic and how they overlap and and we're, okay, we're all in our nature. Um, We speak and share things on how God's created us, right, because he's formed us, shaped us. And we have abilities and capabilities. And, um, you know, we bring a lot to the table, right? Like ethnically, culturally, right? All of it educationally, all of that we bring as part of our outflow of the power of the Holy Spirit. It's only his power that comes forth and he, he gets glorification for that. But, um, but how that is um, expressed. Um, through through many of us in different ways, right? So even male and female, we talk differently, right? We can say the same thing, but we talk differently, right? Like even uh, Randy has prophesied over John and I, bringing forth the wisdom of God, saying it in a different measure, but putting it together, 
putting it together and knitting it together and um, it's just empowering. And then it becomes like almost like a strategy when we put it together, once we talk it out and, you know, figure it out and yada, yada, um, how it's best bringing glory to God. And we both have peace, you know, it's very cool. So likewise in, in your life, and then I'm going to see this likewise, I, you know, and um, from profit to profit, we're going to bring pieces of information and maybe even the same word, but different understandings, different maybe a wisdom and knowledge. Um, and, um, and then it'll bring forth even strategies. Okay. But I'm going to see these overlapping um, within prophets as well. And I want to say the Lord was showing me, I think this is part of his um, end time plan as well. So we know to father, where do we want to start? Okay. Let's just start with, we know in the old Testament, I was reading, so I was reading a second Kings and um, some of the minor prophets this week. And um, it talks about the overlapping of the prophets in the different regions, right? So, and that were um, preaching and prophesying at the same time that Elijah and Elijah were prophesying and ministering to the nation and the communities during that time. So in the northern kingdom, there was Amos and Hosea. Okay, they were functioning there. They weren't, uh, but they were overlapping, but I don't know specifically like in miles or regions or whatever. And then in the southern kingdom, which was near Judah, we had Obadiah, Joel, Isaiah, Micah, Nahum, Zephaniah, Jeremiah, and Habakkuk. Okay, so they were all, they, they overlapped during that time. It wasn't one and then the next one, one, and then it wasn't just sequential. They overlapped in different regions in what they were saying and speaking. Now, some of them did bring future words. We know that uh, through we know that, that they were elements of the future events. And then uh, mo- many of them were calling the people back, the Israelites, were, the Israelites were calling the people back to the Lord. And that's mainly what they were doing, okay? So now, even though there's still probably going to be prophets who are calling the Israelites back to the Lord, because they don't have the clear, not all of them have the clear revelation on the Messiah, okay? So that's a little bit, where it's different, where we're breaking bread, right, and feeding the 5,000, where we're breaking the bread and the loaves, um, well, the loaves and the fish, and we have the Gentiles and the Jews, and uh, we break that to multiply it to the people, okay? So we have a little bit of different understanding of coming to the Lord, being engrafted in by his spirit, right? And then it says in... Luke, I mean, excuse me, Acts um, 2, which Luke wrote, um, it says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. Okay, so we see um, as well in the Old Testament, these prophets bringing forth different measures, different dreams, different things that were spoken, um, and bringing it forth to the people. Now, Amos was not a, this is interesting, Amos was not necessarily called as a prophet. He was actually working in the marketplace. He was working in the marketplace, and God called him out and spoke to him to go um, prophesy. And he was seeing um, the things that were happening in the marketplace, the marketplace that were like unfair and, you know, 
things that were happening there, and um, he started speaking into that, okay, in the regions of the uh, Middle East region. And then, but then he, so he transitioned from a marketplace, okay, because we hear a lot nowadays about profits going into the marketplace. Well, Amos was called out of the marketplace to be a prophet. So these two things do cross over. Interesting enough. Okay, so I don't want to go off on a different. Okay, so let me just end there with that part. Okay, so I had a dream. So our church is going through a transition. I don't know how much I shared or didn't share, but it's going through a transition. And I had a dream. My first dream that I had right before the transition took place, um, and I submitted this dream after um, after a person decided to say yes to something like that was before them to the Lord, they, they are, had already agreed. Okay, let me say this. I want to say this with broad strokes a little bit, but explaining this because um, I don't want to use names and I don't want to, but I know this person in the church, like personally. And so this person um, said yes to the Lord during the transition that they would step up and um, take on a greater role uh, within the church. And, um, um, during the transition, it was an unexpected transition. So that person said yes. Well, in my dream that I had had like a week, a week and a half before, it was an element where that particular person was leading the church to go forth. I'm not sure if I talked about this here, but was leading the church to go forth. And it was, uh, we came out of a church and we were crossing this parking lot and um, the parking lot represented a hard place. And um, the lines in the parking lot, it was that they were like people, like we were all trying to find our destiny, if you will. This was the, and, and I took, and I, uh, excuse me, I wrote the dream out and I submitted it to several people within the leadership so that they could see that. It was very encouraging. So I just want to demonstrate how the Lord is working in these days for in dreams, by the power of his Holy Spirit, and then one person bringing forth knowledge, another wisdom, and then the strategies of the Lord, how this is strengthening um, the body of Christ. And maybe this is, as I'm saying that, maybe this is, as, as I even prayed about the flow of the Holy Spirit coming forth through this pipeline, and then actually strengthening the people, strengthening it, okay? So um, bringing strength because of it. So then I so I had that dream and that person was very encouraged and so were other people. There were different elements to the dream that I jotted down. I didn't have the um, complete understanding nor the interpretation, but um, because at the time when I wrote the dream, there was I just jotted down. I didn't. I should have took more time to write the dream out as I remembered it. I just jotted down notes. And there were some things with numbers that I jotted down. And so, so I said at the bottom of the note, hey, I, I don't have, um, I'm not recalling the, like, where these numbers came in and the interpretation of that. I'm just noting that these were part of my original note in my journal. But I did include, and I wanted to include them. And I did. Okay, so knowing um, that the church was going through a transition, and it would be, at times, a hard place for to be in a transition, right, especially when it's unexpected, okay? And so then um, there was last week, 
we prayed um, and we brought forth a gentleman's name who was, um, we prayed for part of his healing, which lots of people are praying in the community and the other churches. A lot of, a lot of people are praying for him and the power of God to be upon his life. Okay, the ventilator came out um, this week. He's being, he is being strengthened. His progress is slow. Um, they are working with him. Like he is actually saying some words, believe it or not. It was amazing. I was amazed by that, that he was saying words, but speaking softly and gently. His, um, they were having him sit up at the edge of the bed, like working with him with PT and all that speech therapy and all that. So he just got moved, I think yesterday or today, out of ICU into a regular room. So praise God, he is progressing um, into that. So once he's released to the hospital, he'll go to uh, rehab and that. But I think she was saying um, his neck is still very uh, stiff. His neck is stiff. Okay, so so praise God for that and your prayers as well because they all matter. And I really feel like, you know, when people were healed and the um, New Testament where whole cities found out about it, there was a testimony, just regions and cities found out about it was to, to overturn things in the city and to turn them towards God. And that the awe of God, the power of God, the awe of God would return to his church. Okay, I'm not the first one to say that. I heard that somewhere and I said, yes, that is, that is what the Lord wants. Okay. Okay, so then, um, I, so during that time when we were praying for the man who had, the young man who had the stroke, Dan, he... Um, the pastor called a prayer and fasting for him that weekend. So it was a lot going on. Like some people were at the hospital. Some people were at the church praying, right? They even did a zoom thing at the hospital prayer. I mean, just like prayer, 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 interceding. Okay. And so that night um, on the fasting, which was the 19th, I had another dream about the church. And I think I was talking about it here saying I didn't have all the elements of it, but I think last week I talked about, or I mentioned that um, there was a cooler uh, that I needed to plug in and I was going to walk on this journey and the, it was a water cooler, but not like you would imagine a water cooler is just kind of like a big oversized briefcase, but with a plug, that's why I can describe it. Well, in that particular dream, I was meditating on that, okay, because there were some things and praying through it because uh, in that dream I had seen an attack, spiritual attack. But um, since I had, uh, the Lord allowed me to see it and I called it out and even in the dream it turned, um, it turned and it went away. So I I felt like things were turning um, and not at the door anymore, like, you know, was being exposed and turning, okay? And so, um, but there was a part in that dream that, um, oh, where I lost the, or I didn't lose it, but I didn't know where I left the water cooler. And in my dream, I went back to the beginning. And that's when I seen a lot of other people had, they were workers and they had, electrical cords and plugs all over the lawn, like everywhere. There were cords everywhere, but they weren't plugged in. And they were trying to figure out how to get the power, how to get the, find the source, the power source for all their plugs. And 
for some reason, I don't know why pulling out more plugs was thinking they were, that was going to help them, but they couldn't find the source. And so in my dream, I remember thinking, um, wow, that's funny that they can't find, like, it's right here. How come it's so clear to me where the source is? And they, and I remember when I was walking down the path, I had plugged it in two or three times and was able to find the source, um, the power source. Okay. And so um, when I was pondering my dream um, last, after that, okay, last week, and after that, the Lord reminded me about going back to the beginning, that particular part of the dream, go back to the beginning. So um, in the be- and so I was like, go back to the beginning, and I was thinking about the church. What happened at the beginning when I started going to the church, it was, I was actually praying. The pastor said yes to me to go into this one room. Um, Actually, it was this nursing mother's room, which is kind of like a birthing room, really, kind of. I think of it that way. But, um, and I was going through the whole book of Exodus and writing down all of my notes. Everything the Lord spoke to me, I wrote it down. I wrote some things in my Bible and just wrote down notes and then typed them up. So I had seven pages of notes and things I was praying as well. I printed all of that on Friday, I think, Friday or Saturday, um, just this past week. And so I knew there was something the Lord was speaking about Moses. Okay, there was something there with Exodus and Moses about going back to the beginning. And I could not put it all together. Okay, I was like, Lord, I know you're speaking an element here. I don't know what it is. I go to church. Now follow me, okay? And I know that you do because (laughs) you you guys are like, the head of the class here. PGN is the head of the prophetic class. So um, I, in church, at the end of service, one of the gentlemen sharing, like an elder leader, one of the leaders said um, something about, um, like, Moses, uh, you know, like, you know, they're, they're there, like, they can't go back. They're not going to go back to bondage. They're not going to go backwards. They have to move forward, but there they are standing. He said they've been contemplating them standing there at the Red Sea, um, you know, that it would part for them, you know, like just for God's might, spirit of might to demonstrate how powerful he is as they're trusting him and his word and where they've called him to walk, right? So after he had said that, I was like, that's interesting. You brought up Moses. So I was like, Lord, there's something here. Okay, so Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember, maybe it was Monday and Tuesday, there was an article that came through, and there were elements in there that very much related to Moses that I knew were elements uh, that I needed to include in an email, and a letter, okay? So that was from another person who brings forth wisdom and revelation. And so those, well, I had the dream, which brought forth the knowledge of the timing of God. I was like, Lord, I don't know how to explain all this in practical terms, um, but that article did. So I extracted um, elements from that article because it so matched. It was strategic. Um, for these people. Now, I'm a little bit more spirit-led, 
and I'm in some ways teaching them, like being a bridge. Let me say this. I'm not teaching them. They are teaching me a lot, okay, that I'm somewhat as a bridge. I have to be careful how I communicate with them in a manner that they understand so that their faith and the spirit of God can connect with them and cross that bridge in such a manner that it strengthens them, right? So I want to give them the flow um, that is refreshing to them. It has grace in it, and it's not bitter to them. They can receive it, right? So I have to just be careful how I word things. And then I heard another teaching on an attack, a destiny, and I was like, oh, I have to listen to this because <laughs> this is like precisely what's happening and you know, at the church. So I listened to that. I took a bunch of notes on that. I... I um, I wrote that up, and again, now I had to wait, because all of it makes sense to me, you know, but I had to wait um, and come back to that like the next day and reframe some of the wording again to cross bridges for them, because, but I wanted, I I definitely, they needed to see the tie-in between the spiritual and in the natural, and also the power of God, but the principles of God as well, okay? So I knew that part would be a little stretching for them, and I didn't want to go too far too soon on that part. So some of that I I left out, and then some of it I had to reword some of it in a way that crossed some bridges. Well, very well accepted. Let me just say, very, very, I, I think it was, it was very well accepted. So this, now that was a different, God put the pieces together uh, with the wisdom and knowledge, even according to my dream. Do you see that, how the pieces fit together? And they're both of the resources, very prophetic people, in my opinion. And, um, and the Lord used that to overlap it for what he was doing to build like a strategy of understanding to strengthen the people. Like I, I, I think that that person shared it with like the staff, you know, to strengthen them. And there was another um, element that I had in there from, um, oh gosh, oh, my schooling was on um, stress. And I wanted them to have a clear view on what stress was and how to function and manage through it with your emotions and your expectations and cautions of not for so that they wouldn't lead to burnout. Right. So, um, cause I know they're carrying a heavy load and yada, yada. They were very grateful for all of that. Okay. So, um, I'm just saying if we combine in some sense, it's the combining of what God is revealing here, but knowing that it's, that it's very timely. Right? So he revealed it one way to one person, unfolded knowledge, unfolded wisdom, and brought the strategy together to overlap them um, in his truth. And I think we're going to see that more and more, especially in the end times, right? So if we're having, as he's saying in Acts 2, going back there, tying this together here, if he's saying that in the last days the Spirit's going to be poured out on all people, your sons and your daughters will prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Well, these things are going to cross over and we're going to be using these very strategically um, to move forward in numbers, I think, you know, in multiplication and definitely in the spirit um, and taking authority, you know, completely changing the atmosphere 
over the household of God. Isn't that incredible? I mean, that's just incredible to utilize that and say, hey, who gets credit? God. God is getting credit for, um, you know, he's being esteemed. People's faiths are being um, strengthened. And they are crossing over and learning of the spirit, the ways and the the ways of the spirit and the ways of God. So that is very cool. Okay. So then let me see if there was, okay. So, so when I first came to PGN, um, some of you that have joined us for um, a while know that I have shared um, at the beginning when I was invited to, you know, start on Tuesday evening, um, at the time, it was like every other week, which is totally fine. And um, um, there were a few weeks where I was going to talk about certain things, and then Randy started talking about them. And has so much a different depth and understanding to humanity and the spirit and the soul that totally surpasses myself, okay? But the subject was the same, and I was just going to highlight and expound on it, you know? And um, I was like, well, that's, I don't want to talk. So it happened three weeks in a row. And I was like, darn, well, what am I going to say? What am I going to? And so I know at other times things have overlapped um, as well. It's just um, not hearing it as, okay. So I know things have overlapped as well, speaking and sharing since then. Um, But I think the Lord was revealing something even then that the Lord wants to unpack more of who he is and to bring that forth, right? And to um, like all elements of revelation, even on the same scripture. So let me give one other example and then we'll open the phone lines here is um, the same week that uh, Randy was talking about John 15. The Lord gave me that verse as well. Like he, I was reading something I think in school and uh, when I read it, but I had a different understanding. Okay. Well, he was talking about the spirit man, which, which he is uh, continuing to do and doing an awesome job. But let me just tell you, so this is here another example of what I'm trying to um, illustrate even this night um, tonight. I'm sorry. Let's see. So John 15 verse nine and 10. Hold on. Okay. So it says just as the, Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. That's verse 9. Verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Okay, and then that's when he says, after that, these things I've spoken to that you might have joy. And your joy may be full. Okay, this is an element right here where it's very important. And when I read that, I had an understanding of this. This is what, what I understood is when we love God, we demonstrate, okay, he's saying abide in my love. And abiding in his love is equal to keeping his commandments, okay? And um, he's demonstrated, it says Jesus demonstrated his love for us by dying on the cross for us. That's how he demonstrated his love, okay? So it's his father's commandments and we abide in his love. Jesus did the same thing. That's how he abided um, was in his father's commandments and in his love. And he's asking us to do the same thing, right? But abide in my love, he's saying, and keep the commandments because 
Now, this is where I related it to. As soon as I read it, I thought of Matthew 7, uh, 23, because I've pondered this several times. I've pondered this, like, what could this mean? Matthew 7, um, Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23. I've pondered this verse in my head many times wondering, what could this mean? What does this, like, how are these, how could these people be excluded or, you know, like, Okay, so here's what the verse says. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven, well, he just told us what his will is in John 15. Yeah, abiding in his love and keeping his commandments. Jesus did it. And he's telling us to do it, to abide in it, abide in his love. Many will say to me, verse 22 in Matthew, uh, that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name, cast out demons. And in your name, perform many miracles. Verse 23, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And I, I really think the two fit hand in hand. I mean, they're like, in my opinion, when the Holy Spirit, it's like they felt like magnets, okay? Because it even says many, many will say to me on that day. And so I've always pondered that. How, how in the world could someone really prophesy and cast out demons and perform miracles and not know the Lord. What is he talking about? Like, and many people, this is disturbing and unrest. You know, it's un- destabilizing for my spirit. And um, I really sense the Holy Spirit. As soon as I read that verse, um, again, okay, answering it in John 15. Um, and I almost text that night. It's up at night. I get so tired that I know my texts don't come out in clear sentences, so I don't. I kind of stopped engaging unless I can really fully engage. But it says, just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. Well, if, 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 how could you say, right? How could you say, and he's saying, you didn't love me. You might have did those things, but you didn't love me. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. So the unruly people that are going about and the unruly ones, you know, living lawlessness are not keeping the commandments because if you abide in his love, we, you will do that. That's how you demonstrate your love to the Father. That's how I demonstrate my love is by keeping his commandments. And just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So it's just, okay, there it is. So, and so now I know um, the other prophetic word, right? And Randy was bringing that forth in a little bit different way. But interesting to me, it was literally the same week, if not almost the same day. Well, I mean, you know, he talks every day. So definitely the same week. I can definitely say that. So, um, Interesting, and I think we're going to see this uh, more and more that we take prophetic 
just prophetic dreams, prophetic knowledge, prophetic wisdom, and create prophetic strategies. And asking the Lord, like, Lord, you know, and I was asking the Lord, what does this mean? How do I fit to this? How do I communicate this? And the Lord provided through different, two different sources. So that's three things. I don't know if that was a way of him saying, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be confirmed. But I didn't have, I didn't have the, the way for me to communicate it. But when I took the two things together, or and even the element with the stress thing, and put all that together and wrote an email, it was very well received. And that was the grace of God and the mercy of God. But what my launching pad was, my dream, which was telling me God, this was God's view in this very timely manner um, over these people and the household of faith and the generations, really the generations. So praise God. I hope that makes sense. Um, And I hope there's something, you know, that you've probably participated yourself or the Lord's probably led you similarly as well. Okay. Let me, let me write, uh, get these numbers down before I, um, okay, hold on a second. I'm going to have to start from the top again and then we'll open the phone line. Okay. I see what happens. Okay. Hey, and if I was talking about my dream and if there's anything in that dream that you, like the Holy Spirit, was speaking to you about, you're welcome to bring it forth. Okay. And share. Okay, so let's open the first phone line. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. God bless you. And here we go. Um, 828-989. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Hi, Deborah. This is Jennifer, Jennifer from North Carolina. Yes. Good evening. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Good. I'm a bit tired, but Good. really, yeah. all is well with my soul. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Okay, let me unmute you for a second, and I'll come back. So, Father God, we thank you for Jennifer, Lord. We just lift her up to you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Um, like, I'm seeing you jumping, and it's I think it's on one of those elements like that, kind of like that pogo stick thing, but you're jumping and jumping. I don't know. Um, you know, I know I think of the first thing I think of is jumping for joy, but, um, you know, and um, but this jumping, thank you, Lord. Um, let me just look this up. Let me see if it's. Okay. Yeah, I just see this jumping. So, Father, we thank you for that. Lord, uh, in Jesus' name, and actually your eyes, like your eyes and your focus is very much like he's before you, he's watching you, um, and, you know, there is much joy on your face knowing that he's watching you, almost like a child would do with a parent, you know, um, like you're having fun together, you know, but even though you're the only one jumping, you know, and, um, 
but just that element of sharing what's in your heart without speaking, um, that language, you know, and making that connection, which is the coolest thing um, to me. Like, I love when that happens, like with John and I, you know, we can communicate without words. That's very cool. Um, so thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, uh, there's something with oil as well. Uh, oh, you know, I just think about the oil of gladness. He's like, <laughs> hold on. It's just funny how he talks sometimes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. There's only two verses in here. There's one in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament. But listen to the one in the New Testament, Hebrews, which I totally love Hebrews. Hebrews 1, 9. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. I can't believe we just talked about that. And John, therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. And I think that's what the jumping is, is that you're going above your companions. You know, that's that's the above part. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for just even demonstrating that your people here on PGN, Father God, love righteousness, God, that they demonstrate your righteousness, God, and they hate lawlessness. Oh, my gosh, Lord, that's so wild. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for bringing that forth, God, even as a priestly praise and garment. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for raising her. Father, according to your will, God, according to your oil, God, and we thank you, Lord, just for the impression, like, you know, um, uh, you know, leaving an impression. You know, if you have a cup and a cup, um, what are they, it's like it, um, it leaves a ring, you know, but it leaves an impression of where it's been. Um, you know, where it's been placed and where it's sat for a while, you know. And I see that, um, like, you're leaving an impression of the oil of gladness. Um, And even if it's just quick, there's an impression there um, that you're leaving with others. So we thank you, Father, for that, God. And I thank you, Lord, for her gaze, Lord, to continue to behold you and to stay steady on you, God. just in the midst of Father, any Lord, you you are breathing. You breathe, God. Your breath is steady through every struggle. God, I'm not saying you're struggling, but I'm just saying He's constant. He is constant in all of His ways. So we thank you, Father God, that you are unshakable in your kingdom. We serve a kingdom that is unshakable, Father God. And I thank you, God for her steady gaze, Lord, and this oil of gladness and raising her above her companions. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, that's cool. Amen. That is cool. (laughs) That is cool. Wow. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's, that's really so cool how you put that together. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Well, I will say it's, um, it is really cool how it came about, isn't it? And it was definitely mm-hmm. the Lord, and I know um, he does it in ways where I have to be humble because I would think, I would think in my natural self, there would be a smarter way to do that. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, but I just, whatever the peace he gives me when he gives it to me, that's how it like, you know, came about. So praise God. Thank you, Lord, because that is just so beautiful and so timely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Father. Mm. Yeah, that is really a beautiful image to take um, to bed tonight. <laughs> wow. Oil of gladness. Mm. I do a hunger for righteousness. And um, I just feel like I've, you know, I don't know. I just, that was a, that was a word that obviously I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I really think, I know that you're prophetic. Um, I mean, I just know mm-hmm. because when I pray for you, I can feel and sense the unity and the spirit in the prophetic part, you know. And sometimes when you share, yeah. when you're talking, I can hear it like in your voice as well. I mean, I don't know how to else explain that. But I really think is to that, let me go back to that verse. Um, that um, just tying together what I was reading in John and Matthew and that verse in Hebrew 1.9 as even the prophetic people or the spirit of the Lord um, you know for people who love righteousness and hate lawlessness they are going mm-hmm. to be raised you know going to be raising above their companions and the prophetic and like this is, I really sense that's going to happen, you know. So um, praise God, and that include definitely, yeah. definitely includes you. Yes. 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 I I feel like he has. You know, it's just um, exercising that gift, and you know, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've I've prophesied and. You know, I have lots of visions, and usually, like, when I need them. I mean, you know how that works. <laughs> so, um, I, I just I find it very interesting that you sense that. Oh, really? Is it not surprising, yeah. though? Is it? Oh, it is? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Well, because this, I've never so heard I think say it like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, I think this because you you obviously have the presence of the Lord. So when you're saying you get visions and things when you need it, it's because you go into the presence of the Lord and, you know, you fellowship and you have that intimacy and that honor, you know, you honor his voice. And even out of that, like sharing, if you share a testimony, I, I believe it's going to be, even be prophetic for the people, whether, you know, even somehow prophetic for the people or timely or cause them to hunger for those same things, you know? And um, so just, you know, kind of be aware of that too in conversations. But 
Um, you have such a close, intimate, pure presence of the Lord, it cannot not be prophetic. You see what I'm saying? That's really been my prayer is that, um, like, my walk with him would cause others to hunger for him. I mean, that's been my prayer for 10 years. Yeah, that's been my prayer for 10 years. Wow. I mean, yeah. So be mindful when you're talking to people because I think they will respond. They're going to be responding to, but it's the spirit, okay? Okay, this is what we need to understand, too, like in this hour, I believe, is that um, people, when you share the gospel, people, people do not respond in a way it seems like they're receiving it and getting it without the sovereignty of God's grace that's present. Okay, because a lot of people, you can just tell them, and it's just like any other book, or they don't believe it, or they're offended, or they mock, or whatever, you know. And so, but the people who seem to be responding and, like, have an interest, and they're bending their ear to things in the spirit that you're talking about, um, or even asking to pray with them, you know, the people, is really see, find out if they're born again. Like, really go to that place. Make sure that they have the assurance of their salvation. That would be the first place um, Mm -hmm. that I would go. Because I know before I was saved, because I was raised in church, like we went to church, so there was a reverence and a um, knowledge that there was a God. And I was Mm -hmm. being drawn. Like, there were... Um, times where I would I love the music I didn't know I was prophetic but I mean it makes sense perfect sense to me now that um, like because music is very fluid you know in my spirit so um, but and I was open to God um, okay I believed that he existed I just didn't have the saving knowledge I did not understand what Christ did for me on the cross and my need for him right. that's what I didn't mm-hmm. understand but I was responding, and I would raise my hands in church. I was not saved. Right. Yeah, I've been, I mean, that's a similar testimony to for myself. Like, until, yeah, yeah, I saw my need, until I, like, messed up really, really big in, in a way that I thought was really, really big. Um, I just, it was then that I saw my need for the cross and really, he brought me to himself, but I mean, I was raised Catholic and went to parochial school for 12 years. So, you know, you grow up thinking you're saved, but then realize, you know, in your 40s that you're really not. So my, my, I have a, a very similar testimony like that as well. Oh, wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just need to make sure um, that when people seem engaged that we clarify where their soul is like that's the time to Mm -hmm. because it's obvious that the sovereignty of grace is present and we just want to make sure we follow through with the Mm -hmm. responsibility of that opportunity especially if they're being and this is going back to your prayer of people being drawn um because of your relationship with Christ, you know? So, right, and even the mm-hmm. testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. So being in his presence and sharing, being in his presence and sharing, something's going to be perfect. I mean, it's just going to, it's just going to, 
ooze out of you, you know, and that impression, like the oil of the impression is just going to be there, you know. Right. I often get, like, in my spirit feel like people are not saved. And if I kind of broach the subject, it's a lot of, um, I don't know, I get a lot of backlash. So it's like, um, I'm not really sure how to go about that. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, there's a few people in my life that I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm, I mean, the spirit in me testifies to the fact that they're not saved, but then my flesh, you know, I just, I don't want to judge people, you know, because that's, you know, God, you know, God judges the heart. He's the searcher of the heart, you know, the heart. And so I don't, I feel like I'm stepping, you know, in territory that is God's, you know, he's judged. But it's, I oh, feel it. Let me ask you a so, yes. No, mm-hmm. let me ask you something. Do you say, would you say that you have discernment of spirits? Because this is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing discernment of spirits and mercy. Absolutely. Both. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So you're a place where you're wrestling mm-hmm. with, you don't want to judge. That's because you have so much mercy, but you have mm-hmm. to trust the discernment of spirits. Okay, right, you go back to, like, I'm still, this, like, I'm still not sure. I don't want to judge you, but I'm just not getting it. Okay, so the two, like, mm-hmm. work hand in hand. Like, my husband, I don't know if he has mercy, but, I mean, he does when people aren't saved. I, I mean, mercy is not really, like, I would <laughs> say that. But he does have discernment of spirits and the gift of hospitality. So if he greets people outside of the church, the Lord has spoken to him before to say that person's not saved and you need to pray Mm -hmm. for them. So he will intercede for them while they're in the service. And he's seen people, Mm -hmm. he's told me like, and he would not tell, I mean, but he's told me because he's very humble in this way. He will not do it. But he, I mean, he would not say this outwardly, but he said he has seen people literally go up to receive salvation that he's greeted and the Holy Spirit has told them they're not saved. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So this is how we use, like, that's very stealth to use his gift like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because right. Because unassuming, yeah. you think it's this one thing, but it's something else. So I would ask the Lord how to share because maybe it's not just sharing the gospel as we know you can share in a way where you're sharing this a story about the gospel like something that um, relates to the need or like the whole concept of like like maybe for a guy it would be like sonship or something like that do you know what I mean like something with the whole story that relates Mm -hmm. to um, that's not it brings in the gospel, right? Because like a lot of the parables, that's what I guess I'm trying to say. A lot of the parables will bring in the story so people can kind of see their need or their, but just ask the Lord how to do that. How can you present in such a way it would be received and, you know, with his oil on it and, you know, gladness, you know? Yeah. Great. Thank you for that. Yeah, I think other people need to hear that, too, because the mercy, say, Lord, you know, like, 
okay, I'm seeing this because you showed it to me. I would not have knowledge any other way unless you showed Mm -hmm. me because you know my heart would not be to judge them. But I have a great mercy. How can I pray? You know, I mean, I've had even um, where's the target, a prayer target. And the Lord showed me before, like on different people who put a target on their mind or on their heart or on their back, somewhere on them. I will just see, I'll say, where, where do you want me to target prayer? Um, I did that um, one time and like three months later, all three people had a shift and a change happen um, in their lives. Wow. I feel like intercession is my, I don't feel very strong in that. And so sometimes I get intimidated, like it's my prayers aren't enough or, you know, I know that's my flesh, you know, um, comparing myself to others. But, um, yeah. Right. And I think um, just ask, okay, so you're functioning and the gifts that he's given you. So asking him further how to utilize your mercy, how, how, see what I'm saying, how to, um, mm-hmm. how do I utilize the mercy that you've given, teach me, and whether it's teach me to pray for them or teach me to utilize the mercy, teach me to, how do I impart the gospel, how do I share, what do I do, and just engage him and inquire of him. And see, um, mm-hmm. you know, where he lands that. And all of us can do that with all of our gifts, you know, is ask him more, inquire more of him when he brings a revelation. Keep pressing into him because we wouldn't have that without the spirit. And he's gifted us in that area, right? And so um, and um, it says the father's glorified when we bear much fruit. So we don't want to hold back because who then, right? We let our light shine because then our Father's glorified. We want to bear fruit because then our Father's glorified. Right. Yeah, you've got yeah. given me quite a bit to think about tonight. And actually, just like things are clicking. No. Well, praise God, and I'm sure they're probably clicking for other people. And they, well, they were for me too. And He was showing me different, you know, different elements and different things. Like, hey, this is how this is coming together, and you know. So, anyways, it it mm-hmm. will for you as well. So, praise God. Um, I will move on, but I know that conversation was helping all of us. You know, so yeah. that's why I stayed you. there for a thank little you, bit. Deborah. So yes. Well, thank you so much, thank and you. God bless you, and. Uh, that God was really you. good, and we, yeah, praise God too. Yes, I thank Amen. you. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a good week. Thank you. Okay, our next caller is six seven eight five four three. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am good I speaking e- to? And thank you, and good evening to you. This is Deborah, calling from Ohio. Okay, thank you, Deborah from Ohio. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, let me close your line for a second. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll be right back. So, Father God, we thank you for Deborah, Father. In the name of Jesus, we just lift her up to you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Um, Thank you, Lord. So I see him, I'm not carrying you, but you're in a little, I don't know what this little compartment thing is, but it has wheels on it. 
and it's like transporting um, there's some type of transportation or transporting I don't not see a, I don't not see a motor on it so it's it's maybe transported some type of transportation transported um, thank you father in Jesus name so it's all good like the whole vibe there is good uh, in the spirit and so uh, we thank you Lord for Deborah father God we thank you Lord um, how you make provision Lord how she goes from one place to the next I don't know if that's in the spirit um, thank you Lord thank you father God for just for every functioning element that you have Lord that advances the kingdom of God through her life Lord and how you bring forth you know knowledge God and revelation Lord um, to be used on earth as it is in heaven right so there has to be a practical application to what the spirit is showing us um, you know in the spirit I mean well there might be other elements too where we take care of things and intercept things you know so that they don't happen um, sometimes in dreams like when we're praying like for instance we were in Israel and I had a dream there was going to be a scuffle in Jerusalem and in my dream I kept praying and pushing back and every time I prayed to push back with my arms and my arms became kind of like gumby a little bit I was pushing it back pushing back and I knew in my dream that my prayers were helping push this back that it didn't happen to our team like that we weren't close to it and that it wasn't going to affect us and that we were going to be kept safe and even when I woke up, I prayed still, you know, the protection of God. And then there was a little scuffle that happened, but it wasn't in the center court. It was actually in the outside um, court, and it was disrupted by authorities rather quickly because they're always watching over there. So that kind of thing is where, like, it's revealed. You get the spiritual revelation, if you will. But there's a practical element that happens on earth. It's like, how do we apply that? Right. So just like my dream, like, how do I apply that? But then the Lord um, provided prophetic knowledge and wisdom through other sources that I knew were the Lord, but I didn't have the practical um, that but putting them together brought forth a strategy, a prophetic strategy um, on earth as it was in heaven. So we thank you, Father. And I thank you, Lord, again for Deborah, Lord, in this um It is something that's very, um, like the element of it is suited and fitted for you. Um, yeah, it's something very suited and fitted for you. So let me open up your phone line. And I, I, I may have prayed for you in the past. I may or mm-hmm. may not have, but um, I don't know if we've talked yeah. about um, anything about being like transported or anything like that. Yes, I, yes, and I have. I do remember that you did say that. Yes, ma'am. Okay, does Absolutely. that kind of spiritual element happen with you? It had. I mean, it has happened. Um, I would say probably about one, two, about one, probably about two or maybe about two or three times. Yeah, about two or three times. Yes. Okay. One. Time when I was on my knees praying, I ended up at this one place. Um, another time, um, I was in my 
you know, in my bed. And I was in someone else's room. And um, when I, I was like, oh, you know, it was something, I was like, oh, wait a minute, this is not my room. I mean, I was like looking around, but I had to pray for someone. I was led to pray for a person who was laying in the bed and they were, they were sleeping. And soon as I prayed for them, immediately I was back in my own room. Yes. Um, yeah, but about two times. About two times that has that happened to me. Okay. Has, was, did I share my dream about Israel with you before, too? Yes, you certainly have. As you I speaking, did? I, no. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, oh ma'am. Oh, my gosh, it's so wild. Yes, ma'am. As, as, really as you is... were speaking, I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Absolutely. Okay. Because after... Yes. Okay, because when you were talking, I was like, did I, was, I know I shared it here before, I was like, was that her? That's what I wanted to ask. I was like, that's so wild. So, yeah, there's really mm-hmm. something yes, there, because it's like a, um, it's almost, like I wanted to say, it's almost like a, um, not necessarily like a chariot, because there was no, nothing there, like, for your arms, or like your feet to rest on. It was like, in this compartment that you were fitted and suited for, but it did, it was like a little compartment that had wheels on it. So it's some type of transporting and transportation. So, um, yeah, there's something really there. So I don't know if that means like the early stages of, you know, maybe this thing being developed because I know other mm-hmm. times people maybe have seen like chariots or chariot looking devices, you know? Um, so maybe, well, or, or maybe, mm-hmm. it's, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was, as no, you, you're you know, as totally you were, good. As you were speaking, you know, just as you were speaking, um, my mind had to go back to as I was in prayer. Next thing I know, I was in inside a um, some sort of a jet. It was a jet, and um, I, I don't know where I was going, but I just remember being in the jet experiencing the power for move of this jet and how fast this jet was going. And I remember hmm. that next thing I was back I was back on my knees praying when I came out of the yeah. So it's you know <laughs> and you know, um then I seen myself um standing um on top of the earth as it was rotating around. And that really got me. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so there's something very much. I was just going to encourage you. Um, I don't know if this has ever uh-huh. happened where, like, you end up somewhere and you think, oh, I can't do that or this is too much for me or whatever, you know, but um, <laughs> and just trusting that. Where, wherever, whatever the Lord has you is um, he's placed you there and he's equipped you and it is fitted and suited for you. So this is, again, mm-hmm. like going back to the Lord and saying, Lord, how, how, what do you want me to do? How can I serve you yes. in this? How can I, right? How will you be best glorified? Yes. What is my role? What did you call me here for? You know what I mean? Like just con- right. rolling it back on him, rolling it back on him okay. because um He's dispensed our gifts, 
and um, he uses them for his presence and his power. So uh, we need to just keep rolling that back on him. So, wow, that's that's interesting that, um, you know, what's even more interesting to me (laughs) is that sometimes Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) when the Lord has somebody uh, that he brings forth another Deborah or Debbie or, you know, someone similar uh-huh. to my name. Like there's something double that he's doing there, like this acknowledgement of wow. like when he doubles things. Right. So like yeah. sometimes we'll have callers like, you know, there'll be two from North Carolina, two from Texas. So like I just start to notice like his pattern, you know, and wow. um, so what's so on top of that, is um, not just your name is that I gave you a, a similar word of being transported and even sharing that same dream of another nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and you seeing the world too in one of your dreams. So, wow. Wow. Oh, let me pray mm-hmm. over you. Father God, I thank you for Deborah. God, open up those places mm-hmm. to her father God that you've designed her. God, you've suited her and equipped her to be transported to, Father God. We thank you, God, um, just for leading her and carrying her in some ways, like like leading and carrying in the sense of you're still in this compartment, but he's brought you there. Um, So we thank you, Father God, for your design and your elements and your gift, God. May it accomplish much. Father God, on earth mm-hmm. as it does in the spirit, Father, through Deborah's life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And, and I just want to share something with you. And there's sometimes I don't really share some, you know, some things because I do understand that some people really, some people don't understand. There's just some things you just can't say, you know, because they might ask, what, what are you talking about? Um, but I, you know, I just believe, what, you know, what the word of God, you know, says, you know, um, how, you know, the Lord, his eyes what run to and fro, you know, throughout the whole earth. And, and you know, how it speaks about how we can do those extraordinary, I mean, beyond, beyond that when we take limitations, you know, off of God and, and by faith believe. And, I, I mean, I... I really believe if I'm sitting here speaking with you, and I, I believe that if the Lord would say to me, Deborah, there, and I'm just, I'm just saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just saying, if the Lord would say to me like, Deborah, you know, there's, there's a plane that's getting ready to go down, but I'm going to send you up there and put the plane back on course. I, I believe I, I, that's where my mind, and I don't know how I got here, <laughs> I, really, but just the things that it seems like they're impossible, but I know it's in the realm of the spirit. I understand that. Even when I pray, I, it's a shift. It's like I had shifted to another place, but I don't open up my eyes. I don't open up my eyes aware of the shift. And it's, it, it, this is all, you know, new to me. Um, I, do I get a little afraid? Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, just a little, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know what 
you know, um, what I have to encounter. Um, I, I know as far as even when I fast, and when I fast, I it's a shift even in that because it's like I leave and and it's it, but it's more like I'm fighting against a lot of demonic spirits. Mm. Um, you know, and so sometimes, and, and I ask, you know, for your prayer, pray for me in this area, but sometimes, you know, I was like, Lord, I, I don't even know if I'll, you know, you know, want to fast because I have to, I encounter a very heavy, heavy, heavy warfare. And wow. It, and I cannot say that it doesn't, you know, I don't want to say, but, you know, sometimes, it, you know, it frightens me because I encounter that. So yeah. I, I do know that this is what I have to do and what, you know, what the Lord is doing in my, you know, in my life. But it's just sometimes it's just, you know, it's just, you know, it's just fearful. Um, yeah. Because of the, the spiritual warfare that do go on. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that because I really think it opens things up for other people as well. And definitely Mm -hmm. in the prophetic, it's like, yeah, you can share anything and people are, you know, we relate to whatever degree, you know, um, that we've experienced ourselves or know that that exists, you know. So um, I would just ask, like, when you fast, do you fast for a specific purpose? Like you're fasting over Afghanistan or you're fasting over the U.S. or something like that, or is it, no? Um, no, um, You know, I, well, you know, I just fast far as, you know, like getting, you know, closer walk so I can hear clearness. Okay, okay. And then as, and then, you know, if the Lord, you know, says, you know, laid on my heart, but I do intercede for, you know, nations and, and people and things such as that, like I, you know, I am a worshiper, and I, I do believe in, you know, interceding. I look at as far as being a watchman on the wall, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, yeah, absolutely. Well, so maybe, I would, I um, know. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, that's good. Thank you for sure. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I would mm-hmm. ask the Lord. No, um, I haven't had okay. that happen much. with me not much really and I'm mostly it's in proximity so like when I was in Israel like it was timely for you know what I'm saying like that was within three three days we were going to Jerusalem you know and um so so for me it's more like in proximity in some degree so it hasn't really been necessarily um, maybe okay. lightly, but not a lot, but I would, um, but we definitely know it's in the word and I would just begin inquiring yes. of the Lord, how you can okay. gain victory even over the warfare, like in the word or really seek him, um, um, just okay. asking him, um, about navigating through that and yes. praying through the warfare, like give him, ask him to give you to show you how to, and maybe okay. you'll hear somebody else share about, or you'll come across a article on being yeah. transported with somebody that you really respect and can gain some insight there. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for your wisdom. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you so and much for joining for us. God you. bless you. Oh, and God thank bless you, you for being you. Okay. God bless you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Okay, our next caller. We have several callers. 281731. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Good evening. Oh, Evelyn. Texas. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. God bless you. Thank you for uh, staying with us. Hold on one second and I will um, mute you and come back. Thank you, Evelyn. God bless you. So we do have several more callers. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or eight more callers after Evelyn. So God bless you guys for uh, hanging in there this evening. Okay. So let's pray for Evelyn. So, Father God, we thank you for Evelyn, Father, in Jesus' name. We just lift her up to you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, um, Lord, what you're doing um, and all things, Lord, and what you're bringing um, about in her life and knitting, um, lifting her and knitting um, things together. Father, in Jesus' name, I think it's knitting, knitting together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, uh, where you have her, Father. And um, thank you, Lord. Yeah, so it is a knitting together of some sort. But it's something right, like I'm seeing it like right in the middle of your name. I'm not sure what the essence is the, or the implication is for that. Um, although it is for you personally and knitting. Thank you, God. Let me, let me see here. Thank you, Lord. Okay. It's something in the center, and I don't know. Maybe this is um, maybe this is it from Colossians two two. Their hearts may be encouraged, having been knit together in love, attaining to all wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding, resulting in the true knowledge of God's mystery, that is Christ himself. This is, this is like, uh, when I read this right now, I don't know that I've, I'm sure I've read it before because I do like the book of Colossians, but there's something, like, I feel like there's a... Um, greater depth of understanding that Paul wrote on this. Like sometimes he wrote very rich types of prayers or rich, under, rich depth of understanding. And that's what it feels like just when I read that right there, there's a deeper, rich understanding. But there's something in the center of your life and even the center of your identity maybe of, um, you know, who he's called you that he's knitting, like he's coming down and knitting um, taking that place to knit it together, you know, and we know that he's formed us um, and shaped us in our mother's womb, but there's something personal or personal 
um, that he's doing. Um, and we're like, he sees you and he's intentionally going to draw that out and draw that um, something in your identity or your purpose and draw it out and knit it together, you know, um, for the purposes of God. That's what I'm seeing. And that's the best way that I can, Evelyn, um, describe it. And um, yeah, so. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. I received that. <laughs> and I really yeah. enjoyed your speaking on to, on 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 tonight. Uh and I enjoyed I enjoyed all the testimonies of the other two ladies, the other lady named Deborah and, and the other one. I really enjoyed the testimonies and testimony that you said, uh in John sixteen, nineteen, ten, abide in abide in my love and keep his commandments. Yeah, and that's powerful right there. We 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 buy His love. We should keep His commandments. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. because then what are you really loving? Right? Are we loving the world? Or are we loving Christ? I mean, it can't be both because He says that. Right. Exactly. Amen. 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 Right. And I wouldn't want to be the one that said I prophesied that uh, hear Him say I prophesied. And, and you prophesied in my name, heal. you cast out demons in my name, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. I don't know if people are doing that just for a show. We know the devil, he can, I believe the devil can temporarily heal, but he won't last, you know. Because yeah. he's a, yeah, he's a, what you call it, the imitator, you know. Yeah. He just won't last. We got to be sure, you know, that, 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 that we in the plan of God, and we and we loving God and keeping his commandments. Amen. Yes. Well, you know, in Revelation, Evelyn, you bring up a good point, because in a Revelation it says when he was, uh, the letters to the church, and that one mm-hmm. church, he said, this is what I have against you, is that you lost your first love. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we do need to be careful. And I think sometimes what happens is, and the Lord does do this because, I mean, it happens here on Tuesday night. I'm sure it happens other nights. I don't know. But, um, you know, sometimes the Lord shows up more powerfully and with his presence more strong um, on some Tuesdays than on other Tuesdays, you know. Um, but I don't, Amen. I don't, wouldn't. I wouldn't want to ever think that I have to live up to to conjugate the power of God and imitate and manufacture something. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And if people feel pressure to do that because they have to, you know, I don't know, pay for ministry stuff or pay or I don't know. Do you see what I mean? I like that pressure, that pressure to – and they're actually moving away from the Lord as exactly. opposed to, because, yeah, so that's the only thing I can think of that yeah. may Amen. come in well, I, to play. Yeah. Amen. You make it very, very plain. I mean, you're a very, very good teacher, and you make it very, very plain. Amen. Amen. Well, Thank and you. I'm still Thank praying for, for Josh. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You keep on doing. I tell you, God is pleased with you. <laughs> and we're still praying <laughs> for Joshua and and Dan also. Um, 
Uh, Joshua is is really doing good. He's sending his grandmother uh, uh, scriptures. He sent her the other other day Psalms ninety one. He said he was reading that, so God is really drawing him closer to Him. Wow! Praise God! I'm getting like goosebumps praise in my God. life. Praise God! Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So how's Dan and I did doing? Share, is he doing? Yeah, that? I shared a little bit at the beginning. He did get off the ventilator. And so um, oh, I he ended up saying, okay, so he, yeah, and he said a couple words, which is amazing, um, you know, like go. whispered, yeah, like a couple words, yeah, so um, the latest that I read was from yesterday, I think, he, um, they were getting ready to um, move him out of ICU um, into a regular room in the hospital, Great. so he's still under ho- hospital care, but when he gets released from the hospital, he'll go to rehab. But um, yeah. he, he's already got. Well, like, he's doing um, better. <laughs> yes, and he's getting strengthened Amen. with. Um, yeah, like he was sitting on the edge of the bed and stuff like that. So um, yes, Praise it's a slow God. progress, Hallelujah. but it's an inc- incredible, incredible, incredible. Um, Amen. Testimony. God is giving him a testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. But thank you so much, uh, Sister Deborah. Well, thank you for your prayers. You amen, amen. And I pray for you, too, for your strength. Thank you. I appreciate that. God bless you, amen. and we appreciate your prayers for God. Dan and PGN. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, too. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, our next caller here is 817. 817- Three eight six. I think this is Keisha. Yes, this is Keisha. Good evening, Keisha. Are you from Texas? I am. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. I kind of remember exactly. Okay, let me. Um, oh, you know, interesting. I seen. I thought of you a couple times this week because I seen four one one a few times. Um, and I thought of you from from last week. I was like, okay, Lord. <laughs> I know. So I was. Uh, I must have been on the Lord's mind too. So well, let me. Um, you, you hold on. I'll be right back. I'm getting a, a lot of feedback too. Um, I can hear my own voice. Everything I say to you when your when your phone line is open, um, I can hear my whole voice come back. So, Father God, we thank you for Keisha, Father, in Jesus' name. We just lift her up to you, Father God, and we lift up, God, every care um, that she has, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that she lifts it high um, to you, God, that that you even lift her her higher, God, as she's lifting her care um, to you, God. That um, that you would bring her to a higher place, Father God, and you know, um, you know, I know you know the word says that we're seated in heavenly places, but sometimes we have to leave um, the realm of this earth, like the atmosphere of this earth, and bring ourselves higher, whether it's through worship or you know whatever whatever brings you there to that place where you feel lifted. Um, unto the Lord. So I see, but I see you like having your cares like kind of like in this basket and you're lifting them really high above your head, like unto the Lord um, and just offering them unto him and ask, you know, like kind of like asking him to carry that. 
And then I see, um, you know, the Lord just inviting you to come higher. You know, you have your cares way up higher um, over your head and offering that to him. But, you know, him calling you, now you come up higher um, unto him, you know, come up higher. So you're not in that ground and that atmosphere and, um, and you're renewing um, and regenerating, you know, um, your spirit. And he speaks to us there, his care. And sometimes it's just, you know, him, when I say he speaks to us, sometimes it's just the presence of his care, the presence of his nature, of his peace and his love. Um, and sometimes it's not words at all, even though he's speaking to us, he's not using words at all. And, um, you know, maybe it's something he shows you. Maybe it's something in the worship music. I don't know. Um, I don't know what you do to go up higher. I know that I need, when I do that, I need to worship. Like I will, I need, I need worship to do that myself, you know, and just kind of, just kind of enter in. Sometimes I can um, get on my face and pray and do it, um, depending. But a lot of times if I know what I'm after, I'll use worship will be my tool of preference. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for just lifting her up, God, and her finding that place. God, we thank you for not only seeing her cares, like, and I don't know if that's something you've asked the Lord. Do you see? Do you see this? Like what I'm caring about, and um, lifting that up to Him. You know, so not only does He see your cares, um, He He will take them right, as the Word says, to cast our cares upon Him. That um, He He is He sees them, and He cares for them, and He is um, again asking you to come higher. You yourself to come higher, your spirit, your soul, your person, um, your very nature and character, to bring yourself up higher with him. Amen. 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 I, I receive that. that um, and worship is the way that I can get, um, I can ele- elevate myself more to receive more and and to feel his presence yeah. more. Yeah. So, yes, I, I do. Um, just listen to different worship, you know, it just takes it to another level. And and I've been, uh, you know, just getting in his word more as well. And I can, you know, just begin to see different things, of course. You know, it's like, okay, I don't care how many times you've read it, but you see different things in the word as you read it over and over again because I do hunger yeah. and thirst yeah. and want more. Of him as well. Yes. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And praise God for that. That's cool. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you too. Have a good week. Have a good week. You too. Thank you. Bye. Okay, our next caller. I hope I can make it tonight. 804. Uh, 218, good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Eight oh four, two one eight. thank you so much for joining us this evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Okay. Uh, I have to mark. I'm going to have to mark your number and come back to you. So um, hold on one second. Let me make sure. Uh, okay, 
So um, I just want to make sure I didn't get a text from somebody from the program. So 804-218, I'm going to come back to you, 804-218. If you want to text the program, they might have just walked away from their phone for a second. If you want to text the program when you're ready, I'll come back to you. And I highlighted uh, your number to remind me to do so. So thank you for joining us, and God bless you. Text the program text number. Uh, I don't know what that is right now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. Okay, our next caller is, here we go, 334590. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? Hi, it's Jayla. Jayla, how are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. Do you tell me where you're from again? You're not in New York, or you are? Mm-hmm. Oh, you are in New York. Okay. Just want to make sure I remember. Alrighty. Thank you. Let me mute you and come back and to your phone line. So, Father God, we thank you for Jayla. Father God, we lift her up to your throne. Lord, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you for the work that you're doing, God. I, I thank you, Lord, that there's like a melody um, that the Lord, you know, that the, a melody. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Um, you know, it reminds me of a, a verse in the Message Bible, which is um, in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, I think it is, you know, where it talks about... Um, Come unto me, all you who are heavy laden, um, and I will give you rest. Um, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I may have missed some of that. And um, But in the Message Bible, it talks about um, like coming out of heavy traffic, I think, and even the rhythms and the melody of keeping with the rhythm and the melody of heaven, something of that sort. But it does remind me of that. So I'm seeing, again, like some type of melody um, or rhythm, melody. I think that's what I said at the first minute. So, and then that verse, Matthew 11:28 through 30. So we thank you, Father God, just for the invitation. We thank you, Father God. May we hear your voice, even when we read your word, God, and apply the invitation of Jesus in our lives, Father God. We thank you for your living word and your breathing word, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that we as your people on PGN, Father God, would love righteousness and hate lawlessness, Father God. And we thank you, Lord. And thank you for your word and the application of your word, Lord, and um, just the root of it. And again, this melody, this melody, this song, um, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, there be anything else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so I wrote, I was writing um, the message, like the Matthew 28 the message Bible, and I wrote the word message. Um, I, I don't know if the word is going to, um, something with a song or with a melody. Um, you know, I've been in stores before shopping where, like, I just go out 
Okay, where are you? There you are. Where like I just go out and um, then I'll hear a song, like something praying, like in my car praying. Sometimes when I'm just traveling, I'm praying and asking the Lord things or whatever. Or I came out of a time of prayer and I'm still processing some of it or whatever. And um, I'm praying on my way, depending on how he's leading me. And sometimes when I've, I've been in the store, this has happened several times, and the song that will come on, like, in the department store or in Walmart or however, wherever I hear it, and it's almost as if the Lord is saying those words to me, like, like that song is a revelation um, of what he's speaking to me, you know, and um, so there might be something there where he has a message within a melody, you know. Wow. That speaks to me in that way, too, so for you to say that, wow. Amen. 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 Well, praise God. Very cool. Well, do you have any prayer requests? I know I think I've... Um, yes, I do. Um, I just got COVID again, and oh, um, no. not feeling very good. And also, I'm just needing a financial miracle. So, like in regards to like my housing and things of that nature. So, just prayers for that. Okay, I was reading. I was reading something else today about. Was I reading it today? Hmm. I was talking to someone else about finances and saying um, that sometimes the Lord um, asks us to do, like, you know, when Peter and they needed to pay the taxes and he told Peter to go down and he would find the coin, he would find in the fish's mouth. And, um, the, but the coin that was in the mouth was an unusual coin that was enough to pay the taxes for both Jesus and Peter. Mm-hmm. And so just how the Lord sometimes does really unusual ways to unlock provision and unlock, like he gives us the wisdom. I think I've shared this here before. This one time we were in need and um, the Lord told me to pray for the wisdom of provision or the wisdom in provision. And so I started praying that and things started unlocking. And so when people ask me to pray for financially, I'll pray for the wisdom in provision because he has a way of doing things differently. I think I was reading something in scripture today. Gosh, I wish I could remember it. Cause I think I was, I was thinking Oh, that's another unusual way for provision. <laughs> like, I'll have to remember that, you know, but um, now I forgot. But let me pray for you. I'm sorry you got COVID. Um, I know my brother-in-law got COVID, too. I just heard, too. So, um, yeah, well, it's very unusual. Okay, let me unmute you and pray for you. Thank you for joining us so much. So, Father God, we thank you for Jayla, Father, in Jesus' name. We just speak to her physical body. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Father God, that how you've created her, God, and she's fearfully and wonderfully made, God. We pray, Lord, that her body would expedite this virus, Lord, rapidly, Father God, and to uh, remove it from her body, Father. We pray for minimal symptoms 
and conditions in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you would um, strengthen her um, and undergird her with grace and strength as well as, um, Lord, uh, that these symptoms wouldn't grow or they wouldn't um, go any deeper into her immune system. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that they were just be surface-level symptoms, God. We ask that in Jesus' name. And, Father, we pray over her finances, Father God. We pray for wisdom in every provision, Father. And, and we just ask, Lord, for just creative uh, miracles, Lord, for a breakthrough financially, God. I pray, Lord, that you would bless her eyes and her ears and even her hands. I don't know if there's something um, that you're going to be typing or searching um, I don't know, but bless her eyes and her ears, God, to um, see and to know the things that she should per- pursue uh, that will help her with a favorable outcome for her finances, for her housing. God, we thank you for putting the pieces together and your word that says that you supply all of our needs, God. So I thank you, Lord. Um, we just place her needs before you and ask, Father God, that you move on her behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Um, I hope you feel better. God bless you. Uh, with the, uh, the message and the melody <laughs> to be upon you. Okay, let's go to our next caller. I think we have... Uh, hold on a second. Just, okay, here we go. Uh, 954580. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Carolyn from Jamaica. Oh, hey, Carolyn. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Okay, let me mute thank you for a second. You. I'll come back. Yes, yes, of course, of course. We'll come back to you and um, so after Carolyn, I'm going to pray for 804-218. So get ready, get ready um, to come back to your phone line if you would like prayer. And then I have a couple more people on here. If you want prayer, we can pray for you as well. Um, okay. All right. So Carolyn, Father God, okay, thank you for raising your hand. I see that. So Father God, we thank you, Carolyn. Father God, and we lift her up to your kingdom, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, let your kingdom come and your will be done. Father God, let your kingdom come and your will be done. There was a song that um, somebody gave me a CD, literally, that's how long ago it was, many years ago, and it was about a song about his kingdom come and his will be done, and it was kind of like a, um, oh gosh, what did she say? They were these rhythm people. And um, they did like this dance with it. But I'm, what I'm seeing is that they're like, um, it is a kind of a dance that's happening, but there's, there's somehow they're stomping the ground. Um, so there's like a stomping of the ground with their feet, but it's in rhythm to the song. And um, it's like kingdom comes, I will be done. Um, so I'm not sure what the stomping of the ground is, unless it's something, I, I don't know, like I don't even know if that means anything um, where you live. In, um, in your country, if, it's, if there's some sort of significance there. Um, so, Father God, we, I thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for the calling upon your kingdom, Lord, to draw near 
God, and to draw nigh unto Caroline and Father God. Um, and where she resides, Father, we thank you for that, God. Just calling forth your kingdom to come and your will to be done, God. And, and again, Lord, her just drawing nigh unto you, Father God, like in Luke uh, 21, where it talks about the expectation and even of the Lord um, and to keep looking and, you know, his, your redemption um, draweth nigh. So, Father, we thank you. You know, draweth near your redemption. Jonathan, we thank you, Father God, for your heart of redemption. And that is his heart um, of all redemption, right? He's still redeeming Israel, okay? He's still <laughs> redeeming Israel. And, um, you know, this warning throughout history that they've had struggles, you know, in the pursuit of other gods um, that they had, you know. And um, so... Oh, gosh, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your rule and your reign over Caroline, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your rule and your reign over Caroline, Father God. We thank you, Lord, as she calls forth the kingdom of God and the alignment of heaven, Lord, that your rule and your reign reside over her, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you know what, the, um, and I know that, well, some people might think this is a Christmas verse, but it's not. But in Isaiah um, 9, 6, you know, where it talks about when Jesus was born. Well, what was he born for? Um, you know, when the son was given, uh, that um, the government shall be upon his shoulders and that his name would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And, you know, I see as he carries all of that and you calling down my kingdom come there will be done i see in like his rule and his reign up you know his rule on on one shoulder and his reign on the other on the other shoulder that you have you know and i don't know if it's just a sense of the authority and the marking um, that he gives you know and he gives different types of authority for different purposes you know either it's militant if either it's, um, you know, spiritual, I don't, I don't even know all the aspects, to be honest. I think it has to do with um, the powers and the principalities and the rulers in dark places. So, um, like, yes, he has his um, angelic host that fight and his purposes on that. And we know that the, and um, we know that the, in Colossians, it says the principalities, I'm pretty sure it was the principalities through the cross, okay, that they had been, um, so so we know through the power of the blood and the power of the cross, we can take out principalities. I'm pretty sure that's uh, powers, the powers and principalities, yes. But beyond that, there's different rankings, right? And I'm not sure how all that functions, and I wouldn't invite anyone to go into that that doesn't know. But um, what I'm seeing is, Caroline, on you is um, there is just a type of, again, the rule and the reign are upon your shoulders. I don't know if it's in your particular area, something that you carry, obviously, for the Lord uh, with his kingdom. And um, I I don't even understand all of the rest of it other than um, what I just said, because I'm going to just start repeating myself. But that's what I'm seeing. Unless, Lord, unless there's something else, Father, um, that you wanted to just demonstrate in that, um, 
or not. So we thank you, Father God. Yeah, that's something that you carry, right? Um, it's something that you carry with his rule and his reign for the kingdom's sake. It's for the sake of the kingdom, for his kingdom to come and his will be done. So it is, again, something that you carry. Um, and I don't know if even you consider it a burden, but sometimes we have a burden for the Lord that's not a burden in the natural. It's just this awareness of what you're carrying um, as a forerunner or as a, you know, with the purposes and the will. Um, so there you go. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Um, it's so refreshing to hear that I, I do at times. I know that I'm called to be an intercessor for some time, but I really do have that burden for others to pray. And so um, I just, it's just my desire to fulfill God's purposes and assignments that he has given unto me whilst I'm here. Amen. Well, praise God. Glory to God. Thank you for thank you for your intercession. I'm sure we all benefit, even though we don't know how to put words into it, but I'm sure that we are. So God bless you. Because I know that's work. It can be work. So um do you have any yeah, Caroline, do you have any um yes. prayer requests? Okay. Yes, thank you. Um I have applied for a few jobs. Um, I haven't gotten any calls as yet. Um, vacations, and I'm about to go on vacation. I'm thinking about traveling, but I just want um, God to go ahead of me. And if I'm to travel, then He makes um, the way. Otherwise, I'll just change my dates that I have. Um, I just want to know that I'm doing walking in alignment with with the time that I'm praying for in. Okay, so you're praying over the time um, that you have time to, travel to travel, and, right? And say, also in regards to the career options because I don't want to travel and then get called for an interview. So I just want I would I just want everything to be in alignment. Okay. So the time to travel and you don't want to miss out on a chance for an interview? Right. Okay, gotcha. Okay. All right, got it. Okay. Thank you so much. Let me um Mute this for a second. I was telling a friend at church um, the other day. Well, she um, was looking for a job, so I was asking her how that was going. And then I was uh, telling her that um, when I filled out my job application to work for the 2020 census, because, you know, they only do that every 10 years, and they were looking for people, and I thought, well, it's just part-time. It's just four to six weeks. I could do that, and I really wanted an office job, okay? So I literally, on my application, wrote, like it said, do you mind speaking to people and going up to them and saying, you know, talking to someone you don't know, asking them, you know, questions, blah, blah, blah. And all of that, I said, no, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I just, 
because I was really trying to just work in the office because I can be pretty efficient with data, data and stuff, okay? So um, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to be a, a numerator, that's what they call it, when you go on the street and do the assignment. So, well, the funny thing is, the reason I'm saying this is because we left to go on vacation. And I, and I said to myself, if I get this job, this will be a miracle. Um, and so um, when we left to go on vacation, I didn't hear from him for us. I was like, oh, I didn't get the job. Like, I completely was ridiculous on the application. <laughs> like, completely absurd with my expectation. So, um, but we went on vacation. They ended up calling me because there was a push at the end. They needed more people. But I did have to do the enumerator job, which I said yes to because, um, but they did the interview. Um, they did the interview after I got there because I was actually driving when they called the first time. So um, let me just pray over there because I know God knows how to preserve our way in all things. Um, and people have understanding as well, right? So, Father God, we thank you for Caroline, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for her pursuit of you, Father. And Lord, as she just lays this before you, Father God, just acknowledging you in all of her ways, Lord, trusting in you um, with all of her ways, Father God. We ask you to direct her steps in her path, Father. Your word tells us in Isaiah that you lead us forth with joy and you um, send us forth with peace, Father God. So we pray for the peace of God upon the leading and the timing of her travels. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you would bless the right doors and opportunities, Father God, for her job application and for the decision makers, God, and her resume, God. We pray, Lord, in any interviews, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for blessing that abundantly with favor and grace and advancement on that on her behalf, Father God, to meet all of her needs, God. We thank you for blessing her hands, God, and bringing forth fruit. Father, from the labors of her hands, Father God. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, we do pray for your peace, God. In Jesus' name, and your leading, Lord. So we thank you, God, as she continues to ask and to seek and to knock, Lord, um, that you would, you would provide, Lord, that you, you would open the right doors, um, even in the time and the travel, Father. We thank you, God, and thank you for keeping her and preserving her in all of her ways, God, as Psalm 121 says. God, you watch our going out and our coming in. Uh, so we thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Okay, um, so I've got to go back here to 804-218. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? This is Angie. Thank you for taking oh, my call. Angie. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, you were absent. <laughs> Before Angie from Virginia, right? That's correct. Okay, thank you. Yes, let me um, let me mute you again, and I'll come right back to you. And then our last caller we have would be six zero eight. So I'll be right with you after we uh, pray for Angie. So Father God, we thank you for Angie, Lord, in Jesus' name. We just lift her up to you, Father. We thank you for the graces of God to multiply in her life, Lord. And even, um, you know, they were talking, or not they, but <laughs> um, Randy was talking about, um, or maybe it was last year, you know, but he was talking about the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom and the treasures. So, but even the multiplication there, um, by God's grace, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for the treasures. And I don't know if there's something you're speaking, um, the Lord, for um, seeking him 
and finding the things that you find. Let them be uh, the treasures of the Lord. Thank you, Father. And, you know, um, actually, Kate Arthur used to say this. She would say, there's no greater gem than the one you mind yourself in the Word of God, you know, so digging in the Word of God and finding that revelation and there, you know, there's no greater treasure than digging and mining, like going after it in the Word of God and finding it yourself, you know, it's just everlasting. It's so, it's such an everlasting treasure, you know, that you always remember that, how you found it, the process. And, um, you know, pulling it out, polishing it, you know, um, sharing it, the multifaceted truth and grace and, you know, liberty um, and light that come upon that. Um, We thank you, God, for just the graces of God covering every gem, God, every treasure in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, Jesus' name. Let it be as a tree of life. Father, in Jesus' name, a tree of life. You know how people take um, those things, even though it's a worldly thing, or I don't know if it's worldly, but I mean kind of, but like they'll take Easter eggs and I think they do it for their kids, you know, and put it on the tree on their front lawn, like hang the little thing like that. But I'm seeing you taking the gems that you found in the Lord and displaying them, not in a worldly sense, and not even self-righteous, and it's so, it's like so humble. The testimonies are so humble, but it's becoming a tree of life. It's like when you put them out there for people to see and vulnerable and share, and um, it's a tree of life, you know. And I don't know if there's other people that are just going to gather in places um, to gather, gathering places um, that you share this life. The life, you know, um, and and God, you know, the His, He is um, the depths of His love, right? The height and the length and the width and the depth of His love. Um, there's a whole nother, and we, I mentioned this last week. I think it was there's a whole nother dimension, right? It's a four that's four dimensional. There's a whole nother dimension when God's love and life is upon it. Um, so we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, yeah, there's something with the tree of life. It's very close to your home, again. Um, thank you, Father, for blessing that and covering it. And I just really um, sense a lot of faith in that, like active faith, even in that. So um, in the tree and in the being close to home. So um, thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. Well, praise God. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A tree that's nearby. Yeah, it's like um, you know how people have. Um, well, I live in some in our regular neighborhood. They have that little boulevard where there's a sidewalk. I think they call it a boulevard. That's what we called it up north. And then there would be a tree on there. Or a tree on your front lawn, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have a tree on my front yard. Huge yeah. tree. Giant oak. Okay. 
right. So it has something to do with the tree there, or that was just symbolic? That was symbolic in the sense of your testimonies and your treasures um, that are grace-filled from the Lord that he's made for you. Um, Mm -hmm. As you test, as you testify to them, it becomes like a tree of life for people, and they gather around that. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. That's beautiful. I do tell people beautiful. about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's just... I drive a lot of I drive a lot of people crazy because it makes them mad sometimes, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I but I don't do it in an ugly way. I just, you know, I just, I said that's not like God. That's not that's that's what that's what the the religious mindset has taught you. Not the relate the the exchange in relationship and that encounter. You know. Oh yeah, the religious God, always pruning, like He's that. always cleaning and cleaning us. You know, you never get really done. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the you never quite arrive, but you, it, every once in a while, you do get, get you do get uh, dressed up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. That's good. Those are some good analogies. <laughs> You know, I used to tell my husband, um, although I would get in trouble sometimes doing this, but anyways, anyways, I maybe have learned, I don't know, but I used to tell my husband um, that um, at a church we used to go to long ago, I would say, you know, I don't really, to be perfectly honest, I don't really mind disrupting a religious spirit. (laughs) It's probably a little sassy, but... um, (laughs) But I could tell when that happened, like people would get disrupted, but it was like, if it's a religious spirit, like I don't mind because you need to, like that soil, you don't want to land there, you know, you you don't want to stay in that place, you know. Absolutely not. But you definitely want to stay in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. The exchange. The the mercies are new every day. His grace is sufficient. And you walk with, softly before the Lord, and you know you you exalt Him and stay humble. Yeah, and you know your faith is—it's um, like um, it's feeding the root system to that tree. You know, like your faith is nourishing that. Uh, yeah, there's something with your faith in your home. That's what. So something. There was, uh, so your faith in your home. It's like it nourishes the tree of life, if you will. So every every testimony that you share becomes like an offering of a tree of life. Do you want to eat from this fruit or not? Basically, is what you're saying in a more practical sense. Here's the testimony and the faith of God. That really, but I really there's a really strong sense. Even when I say it, I can feel the faith coming from your home. And when you offer these testimonies or the things that treasures that you found in the word of God that his grace is upon 
okay? And it's as the tree of life, and you're saying, do you want to eat? I'm offering you this fruit from the tree of life, you know? Yeah, and that root yeah, system, and that root tree, system I, I is supplied a, by faith. I had a vision yeah. of, uh, uh, in my dream that I prayed for this person, and, I mean, I didn't know that this was what happens in the court system. He spent a lot of years in prison, and it come out. And then all of a sudden, a lot of things started. They started, you know, uh, bringing stuff up that's 20 and 20, 22 and 23 years past. And, I mean, you know, it, I mean, we're talking about serious offenses and serious warrants that were out there. And, you know, it looked like the man was never going to see the day, light of day. And I had a dream, and I, he stood in front of me, and I laid hands on him and prayed for him, and I said, and the Lord says, I am your rear guard. And um, hmm. what has happened is everything is being dismissed, dismissed, dismissed. And the, wow. last, hurdle, the last hurdle was today. And when I, I was scared to say it because I looked like an idiot because everybody else was saying, man, he's gone, he's, you know, he ought to pack it up and leave leave the country, he ought to, you know, do all this crazy stuff. And I was even leaning that way. I'm like, man, I think I'd hit, hit, hit the road too, you know, <laughs> rather than spend the rest yeah. of my time on the earth in in, in the prison system. And, uh, but they, but. God is his rear guard. God, I said, I don't know if that means, you know, I don't know what that means, but he walked in, turned himself in, and um, everything is being dismissed. Wow. So God, so God is his rear guard, and he did give him. I said, I don't know, Ray. I said, I, I, his name is Ray. And I said, I don't know, Ray, but I, I, I said, I know one thing. I, don't, I know you've touched heaven. I don't know wow, what that means, good. and I can't yeah. tell you the outcome, but I know that you touched Shevin and God heard you. Wow. And so, you know, instead of spending the next 240 years in jail, I don't know how a person could pull that much time, but okay. <laughs> They're wow. letting go. Wow, so, that's you incredible. Know, God is faithful. Yeah, that, God is faithful. Even, you know, when the odds look so dimming, you know, and even I didn't really, I was, you know, wanted to chew my tongue and spit it out, you know. But I said, yeah. you know, I just told him, all I know, all I know is that I, you're not the kind of man I dream of, first of all. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> that's not the kind of man I asked for, guys. <laughs> and second of all, <laughs> second of all, I just know that that you touched heaven, you know, because wow, I heard yeah, the board, I heard good. the word of the Lord for you. So I was wow. excited about that. Yeah, for so sure. I don't, I, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so that's incredible. That's my little testimony for the day. <laughs> yeah, that's that is awesome. Praise God. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Yeah, see, now that yeah. was a dream, too. So um, in these last days, I'm telling you, it is so, yep, that's right there, so even what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So um, putting all that together. So praise God. Well, thank you so much for being patient. I'm going to take our last caller, and then I'm, I'm probably already over. So 
Well, thank you, and have a nice evening. God bless you. Okay. Okay, God bless you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, that was good testimony. Okay, six one. I mean, I'm sorry, six zero eight nine six zero. Hey, Shannon in Wisconsin. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me pray for you. Thank you. So, Father God, we thank you for Shannon, Father, in Jesus' name. We just lift him up to you, Father. We thank you, Father God, um, for how he hears from you, God. We we ask Lord that you would zero in on his, um, well, the, even any other distractions around him, Father, um, that you would help silence that, Father, and that, um, that he can hear from you, God, distinctively, Lord, um, and clearly, Father, um, and even in commonly, you know, like even if you're just walking, you know, from one store to the next or whatever, you know, but you hear him in a common place, but very distinctly, um, you know, where the word says to go into the secret place, um, you know, and to close the door, go into the room and, and close the door. But we can in the inner place or the inner room, if you will. But we do that in our hearts, you know, that's how they did it in the Old Testament. But in our hearts, because we have the Holy Spirit, we can go into the inner room of our hearts and the inner room of our spirit and pray even while we're walking down the street you know, or walking through the grocery store, we can be praying inwardly to the Holy Spirit and he can speak to us in common places um, because we're doing it in a sense that's hidden um, because it's, it's that inward presence um, of the Holy Spirit. But I'm just seeing you actually outside walking um, and it's very busy. It's like in a city type of thing. Um, and, um, but very like zoning out the other noises and be distinctively being able to hear from him. Um, So we thank you, Lord, for your words. We thank you for how you speak, Lord, and how you lead and how you guide and how you teach. Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for that word. And then also, like, as you're reading the word um, and asking the Lord, like, what do you want to speak to me about that? Like reading and not just listening to, um, you know, someone share their interpretation or their revelation or their insight, but reading and then asking, Lord, what do you want to speak to me about that? Um, and see what he draws out of that. Um, yeah. And see what do you want to speak to me about that? Is this something reading in the word? I don't know if it's like a parable or, uh, you know, a story, a passage, a scripture. Yeah, because when his wisdom sometimes is on that, like I can read a scripture uh, one day and think, oh, okay, I know what he's referring to in that scripture, that like his wisdom is uh, packed in there and he's referring to this other thing that I heard, okay? So if I go back and read that word again in three days, I'm probably not going to see it the same way. I'm not going to have that same inclination or that same 
like spirit of wisdom on it. It's just going to be like black and white paper, you know, start reading the words, you know. So, um, so, so just even uh, the acknowledgement of how he speaks and when and when he's on that. And so sometimes like, I'm not sure how the Lord speaks to you, but a lot of times the Lord will speak to me in words of wisdom. And but He's been doing it for so long that sometimes, and I don't even mean this in a like I'm not saying this in an arrogant way, but in a sometimes I think sometimes I think it's like my idea, or it's like it becomes common to me in some sense. But I'm not um, not in a where I'm negating it, but um, but I have to remember that it's very and sometimes I lose sometimes track of that where I really need to write it down or mark it somewhere and note it that this is the wisdom of God and this is how he's speaking in and through this particular thing and noticing when his wisdom's not present in a thing if that makes sense so that I have the comparables um, and recognize that and know um, sometimes, because sometimes if I'm driving and he's speaking to me, I, I will forget it. And it's very, like, I'm enjoying the wisdom and the contemplating of the thing. And, like, I'm enjoying the fellowship of it. Um, yeah. So, um, but anyways, I just see you inquiring of the Lord and speaking to you distinctly. And then even while you're reading the word and asking him to speak to you. What do you want to say to me um, about this? So praise God. Amen. Um, would you pray for my uh, financial situation? I got to deal with some back uh, accounting type stuff. Some pretty important. And also for the woman God has for me that we connect soon Okay, absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and um, mute you and then pray for your two prayer requests. So God bless you. Thank you for joining and staying with us tonight. Thank you. God bless you. So, Father God, we thank you. Um, we thank you, Lord, for Shannon, Father, in Jesus' name. God, we pray over his finances, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray for your resolution. We pray for the blood of Jesus to be the resolution the resolver and the dissolver. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We call upon the wisdom of your blood and every exchange that you made on the cross for him, Father, and your promises, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, for making provision and your wisdom upon his finances, God, and, and every decision that needs to be made that he would reason with you. And, Lord, we also pray, Father God, um, for, um, Lord, his Christian companionship that would lead to marriage. Father, we ask for a blessing upon that, Lord. We know that we've prayed. PGN has prayed, Father God, and we've agreed, Lord, and uh, we've purposed, Father God, and will, Father. We ask, Lord, as we, as we keep asking, seeking, and knocking, Father, that you would open um, the door Father God, that you would present um, his future wife to him, Father God, just as you presented Eve to Adam. Father God, that you have a suitable helpmate for him, Father God. And we ask, Lord, 
We ask for the um, knowledge and the opening of this, Lord, and I'm crossing paths and the introduction um, and the fellowship, the companionship that would lead to marriage, Father God. We ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, bless his steps and his direction as he's committing his ways to you, Lord, and and even causes, um, as Proverbs, I think, 16 says, causing, um, is committing his way to you, establish his thoughts, God, establish his thoughts even when it comes to um, this prayer over a bride, Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us, I gotta go over, God bless you. Um, You can call into uh, Randy's phone line on PGN and listen to him um, this evening, so God bless you and receive prayer as well.